says, get that India, big boy. Welcome to a very special edition of the Tip Sheet podcast. John and I have been privileged to spend the afternoon with a barbecue at the Parramatta House and we're the guests of Shah and Milo Henry. And the Parramatta House, it's a, it's a concept which has gone back for a, a number of decades. Originally, the house was at North Mead. We have a beautiful new house here in the Hills District. And uh, first of all, uh, Shah and Milo, welcome to the Tip Sheet. Thank you. We're very privileged. And blessed to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for uh, having us here. But honestly, thank you so much, Craig and John, for coming along and enjoying a barbecue with us and spending some time with our family and the boys. It's been, um, yeah, very nice. Well, I think the privilege has been ours, hasn't it, Craig? It, it, it certainly has. So first of all, for our listeners who aren't familiar with the concept, what is the Parramatta House and why is it important? Um, it's extremely important. So we um, were approached about a, uh, 12 months ago from Dave Gower um, and the concept for the house was um, around young men that are tra- um, transitioning from out of state, from a different country, um, into Sydney um, and into the Parramatta family um, where they haven't lived on their own. So instead of us you know, placing them into their own accommodation. It was around securing them with a family environment, um, making sure that they had that support network on the field and off the field especially. And that's where Miller and I come in as the Parramatta host parents. Yeah, rather than having that sink or swim environment, you're actually creating a, a positive community for them to sort of take their first steps and grow. Yeah, it was like a holistic approach. Yep. Yeah, wrap around, wrap around just making sure that they are support, well supported, like mm-hmm. I said, on and off the field. So I've got two parts to my question. Uh, firstly, and this one's going to be very broad, but is it possible to put a title to your roles? And uh, how would you describe what those roles entail? Because we know it's going to be a very big picture thing. Yeah, so uh, I suppose in terms of our roles, um, our title is we're host parents. Um, what does that entail for both of us? Um, it's just providing the support, um, giving the boys a direction, helping them with life skills, you know, learning how to cook, how to clean, a lot of them haven't, they've transitioned straight from a family environment where parents have had to help them with those aspects and just making sure their goal setting, staying on track, some of them have got dietary requirements, extra fitness that they need to go through and that's where we come in. And both of you, you mentioned your approach to take on the role, you've both been involved in the Eels Pathways teams um, can you run through which teams you're involved with? I'm with the under-16s development um, for Para, so that's their next step up to Harold Matthews, so we just got to help them out. It's not about how we train, it's uh, giving them a, a, how do you say it, a exposure to um, be a better person as well. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much under-16s for me. And I'm a part of this. I'm the assistant coach for Tasha Gale. Um, we're both also involved with NRLW. Um, so Mel's the gear steward. I'm the blue shirt. Um, so very blessed and privileged to be a part of those both roles. 
Yeah, because we see you guys absolutely everywhere when it comes to the club. And I think they're, <laughs> they're your official roles, but I swear we see you just about everywhere else too. So you mentioned absolutely. that holistic and sort of family uh, theme and you're, you're definitely embodying that 100%. And of course, a natural extension of where you're involved with the clubs in, in those development squads and the pathway squads is how did you come to be involved with the Parramatta House itself? Uh, so we've been involved in a local junior club for about five to six years now. Um, and we were approached by Joey Grimer. Um, he, ex- exactly what you said, he saw us here, there, everywhere, involved in so many aspects with that local junior club, where he asked whether or not we would consider becoming a part of the re- representative system within Parramatta. We both started in the under-14s, development boys, um, and then for a couple of years there, Joey just kept saying to me, do you want to try and get involved in the girls? You need to apply for a role. And for two years there, I just kept saying no. Um, and it wasn't because I didn't want to. I just, like I said, we you kept saying that we're here, there and everywhere and we are committed to our local junior club, other roles. And I just, when we commit, we want to fully immerse ourselves in those roles. Um, and that was the reason why I never applied for a... Um, uh, Atasha Gale role and then yeah last season he said to me you really need to consider it and I applied and um, yeah it was successful. And just uh, moving on from that um, now that we're you're involved we've got the house running here you're here there and everywhere you've also got your own family yeah, here within really. the house what, what's it like for the the family the Henry family how how's the adjustment there? It is like having such an extended family in the house. I suppose for us, our children have always been our home, our own home. Before the Parramatta House has always been an open door policy. Mm. So our life and our children. We've got a twenty three year old um, that also used to play for Parramatta, mm-hmm. and we've got a twelve year old that's currently at home. Um, that they don't know any different. Um, for us, family is not only blood-related, it's whoever walks through our doors, you're always welcome. welcome. Um, so it's not only the Parramatta boys that we have, we've got our own... Miller coaches are under-18s team, you know, in the local tournament, and they're, they're here all the time as well. You know, we've got some of the Tasha Gale girls that come over for lunches, um, and even before that, in our own home, we've always had boys um, come through our doors, so we've never, ever known any different. They love it. They've got brothers now, yeah, yeah. and um, unlimited brothers, unlimited <laughs> sisters now. So for us, yeah, they've yeah, just been brought up that way. I think it's a connection as well when you yeah. get them together. I think when you see them on the street, you go, hey, you're at the house, and they just all connect, and that's mm-hmm. what pretty much brings a, a family together, I think. Yeah, well, it's a very big <coughs> sense of community. Yeah. We don't care what club you come from, who you are, you're always welcome here. If you need us, we're going to be there. Yeah, yeah well, uh, I'm... I must say, just on, on what you said there, Milo, about the that connection, you can like we're privileged to be here today, as yep. I, as I said, and we've seen you've got some visitors <laughs> here today <laughs> enjoying the barbecue with us, and you get that real sense of um, the connection between everyone. I mean, it's a real it's a real positive vibe in the house. Yeah. Well, I, for one, am shocked that Joey singled out the Henry family for this role. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, t- it took all of you know. 15 seconds walking into the house to see, uh, you know, what, what sort of family it was. Like you said, it, it's not blood bi- blood bonds, it's just a, a family mm. in general. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of the family, and obviously we enjoyed the barbecue with them and had a chance to chat to the boys and they, they were wonderful, mm. but 
I got to try some food I'd never tried yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, say, I say the boys. There was also Talara as well, and she was fantastic. Uh, Hang well, on, what did, what did you call the banana again, yeah. that, that dish? The, the green bananas? The, the green, green bananas. Bananas. Yeah. Yeah. bananas with coconut cream and onions. Not, not Shah's uh, pace, wasn't it? No, though? not at all. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mind it. I went all right for me. So, yeah, very, very good feed. But uh, which players do you currently have in the house and uh, what teams or squads do they belong to? Got LeBron, Tuala, mm-hmm. uh, Ishtibo, uh, Lance Fui Lima, Ishtibo, uh, Will Lewis, Ishtibo, uh, and Ethan Martin. Ethan Martin, he's currently. Newest, newest member of the family, right? He is, absolutely. And we had Cody Perry with us as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Or Ishtibo. Or Ishtibo. Ishtibo, and, and starting to move into the flag. Jersey flag, flag into Jersey flag, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, of course, the uh, alternative to being in the house is like the players that are from elsewhere mm. maybe being put up with a, a family just on their own or maybe being put into a house where they take care of themselves. But, of course, what we should also say about the Parramatta Reels is they have a very good welfare department. Uh, you've Absolutely. got... Um, and they're taking care of everyone from... Uh, pathways football all, all the way through to NRL and NRLW. You've got we've got the likes of uh, Arnie Chris Quinn. We've got Dave Gower. We've got the Reverend George Danzy who's there and looks after a lot of the senior the senior players there. How important is it to have a welfare department as a resource that you can call on? Yeah, huge, extremely important. Um, again, they're our extended family as well. Um, they not only look after the players, so they're always. I suppose the boys have got an outlet or they've got a safe space that they can go to and that's what the welfare department do very, very well. Um, but they also look after us as host parents. Yeah. So they're constantly checking in to see how we're going, how they can assist. Um, so it's not like they've pretty much put us in this home and left us to our own yeah, devices. Yeah. There's regular check-ins yeah. all I think the time. It's, it's good to have, um, as Auntie Christy and Dave Gower, because there's a female and uh, a male aspect in how... Footy's changing at yeah. the moment, mm-hmm. so it's good to have a female and male well-being officer in our in our community for Parramatta. And and I guess as well for yourselves that they've got a female and a male, absolutely, you yeah. know, a welfare person because anything either of you two might want to talk talk about. And I'm I'm sure you could talk to either of the either of you could talk to yeah. either of them. It's not you know yeah. differentiated along those lines, but mm. it's still you know like a the perspective, uh, you know that that. They might be able to provide. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously you have very strong relationships with the players and not just the players here but the players that come in and out. But beyond that, what sort of connection do you need to establish with the parents and the families of those players, the ones that are in a state or in a country as happens to be with any New Zealand boys? Uh, but yeah, what, what do you do for their parents in terms of creating that combinational connection? Yeah, so before I- any boy moves in, so we had a Zoom conference if we couldn't meet with them in person um and then basically we've, we have regular contact with a lot of the parents via phone via whatsapp um and we've actually got a spare bedroom in our home so when they do travel from queensland or over fr- from new zealand there is that option for them to come and stay in the home um how important is that hugely important for the boys mm. well, well when we're chatting with the boys I, I told them there's nothing to be ashamed about missing a family when it Absolutely. comes to you know, because obviously you love the family you have here, but it's important to maintain that connection with yeah. mum, dad, brothers, sisters, and 
geez, there's some siblings when we're talking to the boys there. They come from big <laughs> families. A lot of them have come from huge yeah. families, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, massive families. <laughs> and as much as Melo and I are host parents and we do have a great connection with the boys, we aren't their mum and dad. Yeah. And that's a bond that we will never be able to mm. replace. But if we can try and bridge that gap as much as we can in terms of them missing home, I think that we're going really well. And uh, let's let's ask about what a typical day. I mean, this is this is probably the impossible question. <laughs> but what, what is a typical day like in the para house? Um, yeah, it's really busy. Um, so the boys work. Obviously, everyone mm. we work. Everyone gets up. Our younger son goes to school. So every, the kitchen is very busy in the mornings. Everyone's getting you know prepping breakfast. lunches, breakfast. Then we're all out the door. Um, you know, Milo and I, because we're part of NRLW, we're away Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Then we coach local junior clubs Tuesday, Thursday. Um, and then the boys have got training three nights a week and then they play. Um, so, yeah, it is very, very busy. Um, dinner time is one thing that's mandatory for all of us yep. is to share a meal. Beautiful. Um, we've got to check in daily with each other. Um, but, yeah, the... we've got schedules on the on the fridge as well so we know who's coming who's going um yeah and on monday wednesdays and fridays the boys have to cook their own meals which <laughs> is interesting we get a lot of photos sent to us during training which who's, we giggle at who's, who's the uh, handiest cook in the kitchen um i would say lance yeah lance, ethan as well and ethan, ethan yeah because he's been through that stage where he needs to he's been to uk yeah overseas, so he knows how to um, Will knows how to set the table really well. He's the best. <laughs> so Willow does a good job there. And, um, and Bron is, yeah, he's our supervisor. So he just makes sure that everyone's executing he's the, he's their the roles. Facilitator. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's, the, he's the joker man, I think. He, jokes, <laughs> he gives the jokes to everyone. And, uh, now, does that also apply to the cleaning? Are they all they all pretty good at cleaning? Or? Oh, they need some reminders sometimes, but no, they're pretty good. It's just hard just with how busy their schedules yep. are as well and it's just trying to find that balance and I know that we've all gone through that around how to maintain a household and how to, you know, stay focused on your training as well as what they're eating mm -hmm. and just work in general. I um, think that's the stage where they're at. At the moment, they're going from work to training and they've got to try to balance it from that and trying to get yep. their meals as well. We've been through it, but I don't think they've been through it yet. And no, that's the haven't. teaching we've got to teach them. And having that experienced hand to teach you is, I mean, it's not just a football thing, it's a life thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's, absolutely. It comes back to, like you said, making them better per like people rather than just being better absolutely. footballers. And you know what? The, the, the players who are in uh, pathway systems and, and lower grades, that's like going back to the old days of rugby league before it was fully professional. Mm. And they had to balance having a job and family Entry. with football and, and make it work. And, you know, they they learn about those responsibilities with the job mm. and, and that side of things. So, um, you know, it's 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 actually a great grounding that they're going through, yeah. I think. So I suppose the natural follow-up to what Craig asked you initially too is, what's game day like for you guys? Because there's a whole stack of players in yourself that have got to get out to different games. Yeah. Is it just chaos or is it controlled chaos? Controlled chaos, <laughs> I would say that good word. Yeah. Um, no, a lot of prep's done the night before. Um, so, you know, bags are packed. Mm -hmm. Asking them where they're going, yeah. who needs a ride. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we just let them all just say, this is where we are. And say, okay, we could take you, take you, and we'll just, we just follow up. Spaghetti <laughs> bolognese <Yeah>. every <laughs> pre-game, you know, the But in all before. seriousness, there's a lot of discipline around uh, around what's involved. Like, I notice you got all those notes with reminders. you got, yeah. you know, checklists, checklists yeah, um, 
just you got quotes of the day, yeah, you know, absolutely. like like there's it's a it's a it's like an entire well-being and focus, but there's also like I think there's specifics about their, you know, what they need to be thinking about w- with regard to all of their responsibilities. So yeah, I think it's a I think it's a, a great grounding for them. Just yeah. you know, just and and thank you as well for you know taking us around the house and and showing us everything that's involved for for the boys there. Um, but at some point, like every family, there comes a point where you end up saying, you're going to have to say goodbye to, to players and then you'll have other boys that will come in. But it's going to be emotional when you get to that, that goodbye. I almost think you're tearing up at the moment yeah. there, Shah. Because I know when it's going to come. I've already been told. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's, I mean, how are you, you going to deal with that? Is that a fair question or an unfair question? No, it's... It's fair in a sense because yeah. um, I think... When they do go, they're, they're always welcome here. Yeah. Then it's a see you later, yeah. not a good Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're always welcome it's here. You're always here for dinner. You're, mm. you're pretty much, we all love you as a, as a family. You're welcome. It's just going down the road. You're not far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I answer. get that sense from, you know, spending time with everyone here today that they're going to be the sort of boys that, that are going to be calling back in and... And spending a bit They've of time as part us. of the family. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like. We're not going anywhere. Coming back. <coughs> you know we train at Kellyville. That's what they keep saying to us. So Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, we're here. Yeah. Now, Milo, I reckon, honest to goodness, every time we see you and Shah, you guys, your faces are lit up, smiling and happy. Tell me about the joy that you get from being involved with young players, whether it's the Parramatta Eels or in the Parramatta District, uh, you know, being a coach, being a mentor, being, you know, someone that's guiding these young, uh, young players. It's just, it's just natural. You've, you're born like that, I think. Uh, being around a lot of siblings, I've got a lot of siblings, quite a few siblings. So when you get that pretty much uh, everyone together, you have to smile. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes you're down, you still smile. And, and um, how do you say it? Uh, if you're a happy person, I think you just put some uh, smile on someone's pa- on someone's face. Eh? Mm-hmm. Like you smile, and I'm just like grateful for um, just being alive. For, and I don't know, that's a hard question. No, it's it's a good answer. It's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, I think um, it fills our cup. Yeah. yeah. To give back, add value. Um, I, I I don't know. We reflect on. I think it's a cultural thing as well, mm-hmm. where you know, Miller's a Polynesian Pacific Islander. I'm of Maori descent, and. That's what family's about. You're there through good times, bad times, you know. And for me, I've always been brought up from my amazing parents. If you are blessed and you can give back, you do it. Because I suppose there's no greater feeling in the world when you see someone, you know, what something you've said or even like everybody says you guys are huggers. Like a hug can change a day. You never know what someone else is going through. Yeah, a a good hug is a a great way. Absolutely, and it's just a sign of respect and love. Mm -hmm. We appreciate everybody. Um, And what does it mean for us giving back to the boys? We've. um, Can I share a quick story? Yeah, of course. So we coach a local junior club, and one of the boys, he's 18 years old, and he's lost both of his parents. So this year, unfortunately, he had to share. um, He had to face um, Mother's Day without his mum. So we were with him on Mother's Day, you know, and I suppose those, if that's something little that you can do, that mm-hmm. was only time that we had to yeah. spend with him. But it wasn't because we had to, it's because we wanted to. Like, we love him so much. Like, all the boys, all the girls that come through our house, 
It's not because we want people to think Sharmil or great. We don't care about all of that. We just want everyone to have a sense of well, belonging. Any, anyone that's spent more than two seconds of you would know <laughs> that's, that's the honest truth, yeah. Yeah. And for us, we don't need any gratitude, any thanks. We just can lay our heads down nicely at night and our hearts are full yeah. and our kids can see it and then that'll be another generation that continues what we do. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I feel like in, in one sense, I, I wish this was a recording that we'd filmed Yeah, and then people could share like what we're seeing in your faces at the moment and like that all, all of the emotion you know that that we're seeing from the two of you i just want to finish up with asking shark you've you every time we see you you refer to the people around as the Parramatta family and i mean we we feel privileged that you use that term when you're talking about us as well and um, I guess what I'm ask, what I want to ask is, what is it about Parramatta that makes this a family club? Um, I think it's just what Parramatta's done for us. You know, I think um, you know we've spoken about everything that we do for Para, but Para have blessed us greatly, like the connections that we have with the boys. Um, They've extended our family and we will be forever grateful for that to happen. Yeah? So we speak to family for us. It's like an acronym. It means forget about me, I love you. That's what family stands for for us. And we talk to the boys about it and it's just about us making, you know, giving everyone a sense of belonging. No one's better than anyone else and we all play a role within our family. And that's exactly what Para is like for us. Like we are extremely grateful. Ben Rogers, Dave Gower... You know, Joey Grimer, he started our journey here at Para, and we'll be forever grateful for him. Yeah, yeah we're, uh, we're privileged. We, we've to always got plenty of time for Joey. Yeah, he's a yeah. Ma- massive friend of both the show. Even and the us. both of you. Every time we talk <laughs> to you, you're so yeah. You just welcomed us into the Para family, which is amazing. And it, I suppose it's a similar philosophy to what we have as well, Craig. Where with the juniors, it's always been about positivity, and mm. and yeah, they can have bad games, but it's about enjoying their journey towards hopefully playing football, you know, at the highest levels. And, you know, seeing you guys just completely personifying and typifying that, it, it really warms the heart, yeah. you know, to, to see the community, the family, the positivity that you're bringing, not just for Parramatta, but to rugby league yeah. in general. I miss the junior season every time it's yeah it wraps yeah. up <laughs> because, you know, we get to see, you know, this these relationships mm. the, the camaraderie the, and the, yeah, the, the yeah, brotherhood the, the sisterhood now with Natasha Gale absolutely you know, the families coming out and supporting their kids making a run through the finals and, and even you know just the, the losses when you see it, how much it hurts and how it's going to make them better footballers for yeah. it as well so it's yeah it, it is one of my if not my favourite part of the rugby league journey yeah is you know seeing these young men and women forging their careers and, and the, the support that's behind them is incredible so Shara Miller thank you so much for having us in your house today. Um, for listeners, we're, we're going to have a treat. We're going to include... Um, well, we're going to hand the microphone over <laughs> to some of the boys... Good luck. ...to, to uh, chat amongst themselves <laughs> and uh, share a bit of info about each other. Um, but again, for now, thank you so much for today and, and for sharing this with our listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you much. so much. Thank Appreciate you guys. it. Appreciate it. And finally, as a bonus, we have a quick chat with four of the members of the Para House 
in LeBron Tawala, Lance Fawlima, Ethan Martin and Will Lewis. We'll just start off by introducing ourselves and our, and our journey to para. Um, Lance will start us off about his junior footies and how he ended up at para. Um, you know, I was on para like seven years ago now. Um, I played at East Tigers, just playing local footy and the old recruitment manager was Fieldy. Fieldy and Troy Clarkson. And he picked me up from there and been here ever since. Yeah, um, I was saying from Queensland as Lance as well. Yeah, I'm from Queensland, from, um, from Logan. From Logan. Yeah, no, I've Lance coming through the grades, um, all the juniors. And, um, yeah, he used to just bully everyone. <laughs> I think he's just been the same size since he was 12 or something. Are you always seven foot tall? But, um, <laughs> no, it's been good, yeah, started off. Start off with Queensland. Just playing junior footy there. Uh, North Devils. And then made my way over to Parallel. Uh, started preseason last year. Your turn, East. Oh, um, played, played in Queensland. Played in the Gold Coast, though. Um, played all my... Oh, I played my junior rugby at Burley Bears. And then went to Allensville Hornets. And then finished that club and it was a little bit of a club changer, eh? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I played all my rep footy in the Gold Coast. I went to PPC. And then, yeah. yeah, my name's Will. I'm from Rockhampton. Um, I just played local footy just for club footy pretty much all the way through till about 17s, 18s. And then I started playing um, rep footy for the um, Central Queensland Cappers. Um, just played the Melbourne Inga comp last year for 18s and then um, once that finished went up to the Colts team um, we had a pretty good season we finished just short of the grand final we lost in the semi to Redcliffe and then um, after that yeah just through my manager I got a call saying that Para were keen and come down in the preseason met up with all the boys in the house and yeah pretty much after the season, we went pretty good, won the comp, and here we are now. Can you boys talk us through that SG Ball season? Yeah, well, I'll go first. Cause, um, yeah, I, I had a short season. Um, I think it was round five. Played up until round five. And then um, done my broke my thumb, chopped my ligaments in my thumb, and then cut my season short. But no, the SG Ball season was good. We had a good coaching staff, like I said um, earlier. Nathan Brown helped us out a lot. Steve O'Day was good. And all the assistant coaches helped us out a lot. But it was good on good job by the boys to um, get it done in the big game. So, yeah, it was good. I asked this with three forwards in the room, but who were the most important part of that team? Oh, definitely not the outside backs. <laughs> no, if um, Richard Penasini in there, that bloke. Biggest pest. Um, <laughs> Ah, yeah. Nah, all the boys, they were good. They all get around it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My season, yeah. My season got cut short. No, I thought we had a pretty fair, like, well-rounded team. Like, we had a f- few boys from a bit everywhere, like some local boys and obviously some boys from Queensland, which sort of mixed the squad up a bit. But, yeah, it was good. Um, likes of Buds and Ethan and 
Pliny and that sort of led us, us middles and that all the way through. Just followed them and, yeah, ended up winning the comp, which was pretty cool. In the first year down at Para, for me and other boys like Bron and Lance and that. So, yeah, that was good. So what's it like sharing the Para house with a whole lot of Queenslanders? I actually don't mind sharing my bathroom and stuff with Lance. It's not even that bad. <laughs> <laughs> But I wouldn't want to share with Bron or Will. <laughs> Honestly, you should ah, see no their bathroom no right. some days. It's all Will's mess. <sighs> but I like, I like living in the powerhouse. Eh? You're actually a bit of a global citizen, Ethan. Can you walk us through your international path that led you towards the Parramatta Eels? Oh, all right. Um, done, obviously, Australia and New Zealand this year. But um, in the UK, I did... Um, the whole of the UK did Ireland, went over to France, did Paris, um, did all there. Then I went to Italy, did Rome, did NATO, Milan, Venice, Florence, USA, did Chicago, Tennessee, um, Texas. Yeah, and then oh, Dubai, did Dubai, and South Africa, and Fiji. And how does everyone else compare to Ethan when it comes to globetrotting? I haven't even been overseas yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just Sydney and Brisbane, that's it. All right, fellas, walk us through the food situation here at the Powerhouse and what it takes to look after four growing footballers. <laughs> oh, whatever, whatever left over from Lance's um, raid through the cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> whenever there's ice cream left, yeah. from Will whatever's munching left, it, oh, whatever you can the, find. Nah. You get an unfair rap here, Lance. Stitch up here. Shah gave you a rap, though. Said you're the best man in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. oh, what? Nah, hold on. Nah, he's cooking this here. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. He's good. I'm the best cook. Lance's good in the kitchen, isn't it? Ethan's good, though, too. Yeah, Will's the best at cracking the table? Yeah, that's my go-to. There we go. There's always got to be someone who sets up and cleans up. I think that's the important. Yeah, exactly right. Shame it doesn't ha- happen in the bathroom. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and we spoke about it over lunch, boys, but there was a bit of a consensus about favourite home food, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah hooker. Yeah, raw fish, yeah. Raw fish. Nah, Mills, Mills always cooks up a good feed for us. Uh, he's, yeah, Mills is the cook in the house. And just away from footy for a moment now, boys, what's everyone's favourite hobbies or ways to hang out when you've got some spare time? Yeah, movies. Yeah. I want to get into golf, but don't have any clubs right now. Golf. I want to get the boys into golf too. It's a yeah. Good yeah, play a lot of basketball during oh. the week. Me oh. and Bron are going to have a 1v1. Who, who, yeah. Who are the best Me. Um, Bron. Ethan. Oh. In the house, so. Yeah, probably me, but probably you. Richard, Richard Pennington is actually pretty good. I'll go so I can talk to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's pretty good. He's not bad. Actually, you can cut that out. We're right here to handle that. What's the best movie you caught recently, boys? Uh, what's that movie? What did we watch yesterday? Or oh, the day before? Oh, maybe we watched. I think it was 21. Oh, yeah. That Blackjack. Blackjack. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Movie. Good Will Hunting. Yeah, Good Will Hunting. We watched the new Transformers as well the other day. What school did you go to, bro? What school did I go to? Yeah. 
Naji College. Naji. Nah, I went to my local school. Nah, I just went to my local high school. Yeah, Sangate High. Sangate High School. Oh, it's not a full school. You went to my isn't it? Yeah. They don't have schools in Rockhampton. These boys are younger than me, so I would have. Oh, yeah, Lance and I had a trial game. I think he still looks the same from back in. <laughs> when we were 16 years old, I don't think much has changed. <laughs> and off the field again for a moment, boys. But what's everyone doing for their alternate career to footy? Uh, just work at the moment. Yeah, um, which Work at a special school. Monday to Friday and that, and it keeps me busy with uni as well, studying primary school teaching, so yeah, that's my goal at the moment. And you're also at university, right? Yeah, I'm at uni, um, and I'm working, I work same as Will for like five days a week at a school, small school, 75 kids. Yeah, it's good, it's pretty rewarding, but I'm, um, yeah, studying psychology. And LeBron, I believe you two were considering taking up the mantle as a teacher, like Will and Ethan. Yeah, I'll probably get in at, oh, trying to get in at Will's place. Where is it, Fowler Road? Road School, yep. Yeah, there's a few boys there. Yeah, a couple of boys. Matt, Matt Kamalofa, isn't there? Yeah. A couple of old power boys too. We'll offer this one to you because obviously there's the workplace experience in and of itself. What else do you get out of helping out a school like you do? Yeah, um, it's pretty rewarding Like when you see kids that come from like homes and situations that like we're obviously not used to and... Just coming to school, can, we can see it as such like a simple thing, but like that's the highlight of their day, them being at home. So it sort of makes you a bit more grateful for what you've got, especially living in a place like this and the opportunities we have at Para. Like, not many people get that. So and some people give their arm and a leg to have what we have. So just got to be grateful for what we got. If you weren't playing rugby league, boys, is there another code or sport you've been involved in? Even I know you've got a bit of history of rugby union, but... Fellas, any other sports you'd be interested in playing? Yeah, I'd be all, I wouldn't be all black though, but I'd play rugby union. Uh, Lance and LeBron, you're both tall timber. Any chance you'd be hoopers? Yeah, maybe a bit of basketball. Uh, <laughs> yeah, league. Well, just league? Yeah, just league. Two words for Shara and Miller. What, what two words would you use? Uh, Good question. Well, it will take care of that one. Well, most eloquent? What do you got? Um, got one. I'm just thinking of another one. Maybe like selfless and respectful or something like that. That, I think, is a wonderful way to wrap it up, boys. Thanks, Will, for those two fantastic ways words to describe Miller and Shara. And thank you for coming on the tip sheet, boys.